Hey, you're listening to A Couple of Dusty Muffins. I'm Penny Legate. I'm Julie Blacklow. <laughs> I, you just make me laugh. Just when I <laughs> hear your voice. That's great because you know what? More people need to laugh right now. What the heck is going on out there? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm telling you, you have to tell the grocery <laughs> cart story. Yeah. Well, to start, okay? Just to get it started here. We're calling this episode The COVID Hangover. What the hell happened to us and yeah. the world outside? So, yeah, there's a lot to lot to unpack here. But everyone's gone through incidents like this, I know. But I had a particular encounter with a jerk in the Costco parking lot. I asked someone to return my cart for me. He was already walking with a cart. And I had a hand surgery, and my hand was all bandaged up. And I said, hey, could you please take my cart back for me? And he turned to me and he said, fuck you. Take your own fucking cart back. <laughs> And I, 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 of course, I wanted to go over and interview him. That's my <laughs> old kind of like, what the hell is, you know, what's going on here, buddy? I need to, I need to talk with you about your viciousness, but I didn't because you never know if, how crazy somebody is. But I was so stunned by this reaction. And I know this is happening to hundreds, thousands of people every day are encountering a level of meanness and rudeness whether you're driving in traffic or asking someone to return a cart for you or we're going into a store needing help with something. I mean, it's just rampant. And I, I have to ask myself, you know, it's because we've been, you know, sort of, I don't Wastered. even know what the word is, Wastered. quarantined, quarantined for three mm-hmm. years, isolated, or, or our whole lives have changed. And so I'm looking at ways, you know, that, that this epidemic, this, this pandemic has changed our lives. Now we're, we seem to be coming out of it. We have the tools to suppress the virus and there's not as much mask wearing anymore. And it was weird getting into COVID and it's weird coming out of COVID. But I wonder when we'll not only lose the infection, but the infection of this meanness right. that's going it, on I, in the world. Yeah, it's it's meanness and it's like a closed down feeling that everybody has. So shuttered. I, people are shuttered. Yeah. And it's like, you can walk down the street. I try really hard to say hi to everybody I see. It's just kind of one of my little things. Mm-hmm. How many people can I get to smile at me today? <laughs> so there I am. And I'm like, hi, how you doing? Nothing. Nothing. Not even eye contact. They don't even like look at you when you say <laughs> hi. Or, you know, you can I, uh, would you like to have my cart, my grocery cart here? Would that help you out? No. <laughs> Uh, um, could I help you put that in the back of your trunk? No. no. And they just look at you like, who are you? And why are you talking to me? And it's like, I'm the one that's got like some kind of horrid disease and I'm slobbering, you know, kindness or something. Yeah. No, what there's happened, no kindness. What happened little... to kindness and how this has changed us. And we have to stop the trajectory of darkness that's this pall that's been over us for three years now of course coupled with world events that's not helping anything in terms of gun violence and war and but that stuff sadly has always been part of our lives whether here or thousands of miles away but i think COVID has really changed behaviors human behaviors on a day-to-day where you live basis i asked one of my friends about how COVID has changed her and she said she's learned that she doesn't need to go anywhere to be happy that she needs far fewer people in her life and that her animals are now her best friends now i can relate to all of that 
So can I? Yes. Really? And people so, are taking their health more, more seriously. But what's been the biggest change in your day-to-day -day life? Julie, it's interesting that you asked me this question because just last night I was talking with my husband and he wants to plan all these get-togethers with people. And not that I don't like all these people, but um, I'm only interested in hanging out with really close friends. Oh, there goes a dog. She agrees. That's your so, best friend. Anyway. Yeah. Animals are our best friends. Yes. yes animals are our best friends. And so we kind of almost got into an argument where he said, well, I really want to be social. And I said, well, I really don't. <laughs> okay. We, we have a conflict here. Yeah. Yes, we do. And so he says, why should it be your way? And I said, I don't know, uh, but why should it be yours either? So right. I think we can probably compromise. I said, I love my dear friends. I want to see my dear friends. I want to talk to them. I want to hang out with them. But just these kind of peripheral people, just because we haven't seen them in a long time or whatever, I'm just not interested, no. especially if it comes to, we've talked about this before. Yes. People come into your house and fix food, and, and which I'm not very good at. So I, you know, I've been thinking about this and I thought, why am I so, is it just a function of age? You know, I'm 68 now. Is it just You're a, a baby? Of, You're so you know, young. My God. Well, I look young. Yes, but no. I'm not. <laughs> you, you know, you look, you look young and you are young. Um, well, that's a whole nother subject. But, but I, I think it's a, I think it's a function of both, but I think the COVID for me has, has really affirmed that I don't need that many people in my life, but it's also my age. I have far fewer years ahead of me than I have behind me. And so how do I want to spend my time? COVID has uh, made me focus on that question. And I had to go to a party a week ago with about 40 or 50 people. And I had an incredible anxiety attack around this because it married two problems for me. It was a lot of people, most of whom I know and like individually, but it also was going to be a forced situation with chit chat. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I, I call that kind of hydroplane communication. I'm not interested anymore and just skimming the surface with people. Yeah. I'd much rather get personal and deeper with people and find out what's really going on in their lives and what can they teach me or, you know, whatever. But I had a major anxiety attack. Of course, I had to go. It was, it was an obligation. I don't do many obligation things anymore because I'm old and cranky. And so I figure I don't have to do that <laughs> if I don't want to. So this was an obligation. And I went and I had a pleasant time but I had anxiety around it, just, you know, sort of glancing around and chit-chat. Mm -hmm. um, Interesting, because there probably was a time, I'm guessing, that you would have loved something like that, to mingle with everybody and... Penny, you know? we were been the broadcasting business for 30, 40 years. That's each what of we us. Did. So we went out, I went out all the time and I chatted all the time and I mm -hmm. was sociable all the time. Maybe right. I've just had enough of that. And that's an age issue. Maybe I just would rather talk with, you know, the 10 or 12, 15 people who are most important in my life, or I'd rather be alone and read my books that I still need to read that I never read in college that I need to read now or paint. That's what I'm doing a lot of. So uh, COVID has made me an introvert. It's made me an introvert. Okay. So here's a question for you as I'm listening. Is this COVID hangover responsible for that? Or is, I mean, I think it's responsible for some of the rude behaviors we're seeing now, I think. Yes, it is. It is. Yeah. Is it just coming of age time in your life where you don't 
really, you know, because I think that happens with a lot of older people. Do you think that's related to COVID or do you think that's just age? I think it's, I think it's a little of both in my case, but I've talked to a lot of young people in their twenties and thirties at the ranch where my horse hangs out mm-hmm. and they feel the same way. Mm, really? And that, that's a COVID thing. Yeah. They were shuttered for this. Well, maybe I don't need to be friends with everybody. I just need to see a few people. So it's not just in my case, it's clearly age, mostly age related, but I think there are a lot of people who've realized that they don't need as many people in their lives as they once did or thought they did. It's, it's hard to say. So Julie, let me ask you this. Is it okay that we don't, at this point in our lives, need to see as many people as we used to? Uh, I don't think it's okay that we're the people are rude, okay? And I think that's, an, uh, as we said, an outcome of COVID. So is it okay that you're at this point in your life where you don't want to make small talk and you want to read and you want to do your painting? And, is, and isn't that okay? Well, hell yes. <laughs> I mean, honestly... If it's 76 years old, I don't have the right to say, this is what I want to do. And this is what I don't want to do. That's the great benefit of being old. That is <laughs> finally, I don't need anybody's permission uh, to, to do anything. And mm-hmm. I feel okay about it. I didn't, mm-hmm. wouldn't always have said that, you know, at, at, when I was younger, I would think I still need people's approval. I still need to make sure, is it okay that I do this? But now as an old Hebrew scholar once said, fuck it, you know, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do whatever the fuck I want to do. I, I don't need permission. I, mm-hmm. I just pick carefully. How do I want to spend my time? That's the critical thing. The, the wisdom of getting older is finally realizing that, your time is limited now. It's always yeah. limited, but you don't think about that when you're in your 30s, 40s, or 50s, or even right. 60s. Right. Now in your 70s, you're like, and you're about to get there in a couple of years, Miss Penny. You finally think, oh, okay. And I'm in that age group now where people are getting sick and people are dying unexpectedly and some are expected, but you do think about death and you do think about you know the end of your time here. And so you better decide what do you want to do with the time you have left? Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. want intimate relationships with the women and men I love the most, and I don't need permission. It's okay with me, and that's what matters now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, then I'm not going to let my husband make me feel guilty if I don't want to socialize. Well, why? Yeah, ex- exactly. What, well, you know, listen, spouses rarely agree on everything. God knows. <laughs> so you don't need permission, but yeah, there's always compromise. Yeah. Yeah. Now I used to have the excuse of not going out with my partner to listen to live music or go to a more crowded kind of place or even to restaurants. And I used COVID as was a great excuse for that. Mm-hmm. Now I don't have that excuse anymore. So I have to compromise more. Yeah. And, and make an effort to go to places or go to music or go out to a restaurant. Well, I'd much prefer just to have takeout and bring it here at home, but, you know, compromise. Okay. You know. So before we wrap this up, what is the antidote to all this snottiness, to this coldness, to this rudeness to you in the shopping cart example? How do we fight that? We can't, we can't become one of them, right? No, 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 no. You just, I remember I blew a kiss to the guy. Oh, so the best. So the best antidote in my mind and how I try to live my life now in this era of a meanness is to be overly kind. I try to be kind when I don't want to be, when I'd rather go slug the guy. I just smile. I let people in traffic. 
I thank the people who let me merge with them. I always give them a big wave and even blow kisses. You know, I think exuding as much kindness mm-hmm. and trying to smile at strangers and just be kind to everyone and patient. Yeah. That's yeah. the antidote, isn't it? Patience. Yes, it is. And I've noticed it's like even when I cross the street with my dogs in a crosswalk and somebody has stopped, I just noticed that if I wave to them and say, thank you, I'm out. Thank you very much. And a yes. big smile. I appreciate their face goes from kind of, oh God, here comes somebody walking across the road. That's a dog. <laughs> They're like, oh, well, thanks. I, I was acknowledged for, you know, what I should do, of course. But, you know, it's just, it's a nice thing to do. That's right. Kindness begets kindness. Not always. But almost always. Well, you know. I'm I'm gonna keep trying. Yes, baby. So be kind when you don't want to be, be patient, compromise, and get over ourselves, really. <laughs> <laughs> over now, girl. Thank you. Remember, you can follow a couple of dusty muffins on Facebook and Instagram at Couple of Dusty Muffins. That's C O U P L A Dusty Muffins. Thanks for listening. I'm production director Clem Daniels.